You're listening to episode 12 of the Stellar Teacher Podcast. Teaching literacy is tough, but with the right tools, you can be not only good, but great. Amazing. I'm talking off the charts impactful. Hey, I'm Sarah Marie, a literacy specialist with over a decade of experience working as a classroom teacher and school administrator. Tune in each week to this podcast to hear no-fluff lesson ideas and strategies that will help you feel confident in your abilities to truly grow your students as readers. Are you ready? Let's dig in. Hey friends, I am so excited to be back for another episode of the podcast. I think I say that every time I sit down to record, but Really, I love recording this podcast for you, and I know I said this at the very beginning of the podcast and every week, but my goal is to provide you with ideas and strategies that are going to make teaching reading easier for you and help your students fall in love with reading. And this episode, I am super excited about because it's a request episode. A couple of weeks ago, I had one of my listeners, Grace, who is a third grade teacher in Missouri. She sent me an email. And she told me that she's been listening to the podcast and enjoying it. And she was wanting more information about book talks and book clubs, because both of those things are something that she's trying to incorporate in her classroom. And she just needed some suggestions on how to help her students be more independent in those areas. And she asked if I'd record a podcast episode. And of course, it just made me so excited because, like I said, I want this podcast to be helpful for you. And so to know that there's an episode that is going to help Grace and other teachers with something that they're thinking about right now, happy to record those episodes. So Grace, this episode is dedicated to you. And let me just encourage the rest of my listeners, if there is a subject or a topic that you want to learn more about, or if there's something that you're thinking about incorporating into your classroom now or next year, and you want to learn more about it, send me an email, sarah at stellarteacher.com or reach out to me at the Stellar Teacher Company. And I would love to provide an episode that is specific to your teaching needs. Don't hesitate to reach out to me if you have any ideas for future podcast episodes. But this week, we are going to talk all about book talks. And then next week, I will provide the second episode all about book clubs. So again, Grace, thank you for reaching out to me. I got so excited when I was putting this episode together. So let's go ahead. What is a book talk and why should we use those in our classroom? Book talks are basically a little mini book commercial. You could think of it kind of like a book review, but maybe on steroids because it is a lot more than just students reviewing a book that they've read. And book talks are something that I started using in my classroom quite a few years ago. And it was one of those things where I started to notice that my reading block was feeling very stale. My students were not excited about reading. I really wasn't that excited about it. You know, we just kind of went through our normal reading workshop routine. We had our mini lesson. We did our read aloud. They did their independent reading. I pulled the groups and it just kind of felt boring. And we know that we want our students to love reading, which means they have to love our reading block because that's where they practice becoming readers. And so I did what every good teacher does when they need some ideas for their classroom. I went to Pinterest and the internet and I just started searching engagement ideas. And Somewhere along the way, I learned about book talks, and it seemed like a really easy strategy or routine to incorporate into my reading block, and it it sounded like it could have a really big impact, and it definitely does. So 
like I said, a book talk is really just a book commercial and it is short. They are usually maybe two to four minutes, five minutes at the most. And what is happening during a book talk is you are giving students a platform to share a book that they have recently read. Ideally, it's a book that they have finished. And during the book talk, students talk about, you can really structure it in any sort of way, but I would have my students share the book, share their favorite part, maybe share a quote from it. They can share if they liked it, if they recommend reading it. Of course, we want them not to give away the ending to encourage students to read it, but it just is really giving students a three to five minute time during your day to share about a reading experience that they had. So it's super short. It takes no planning on your part because the students are the ones doing the work, but it has such a huge impact on your reading block. If you aren't using book talks and if you've never used a book talk, but it sounds like something you want to incorporate, here are some of the benefits that you can get from making time for book talks in your classroom. First of all, It is an instant way to engage your students. And we know that engagement has such an impact on students' comprehension and just their overall reading experience. And the reason why it's so engaging is because during a book talk, the students are the ones that are doing the talking. They're the ones that are doing the sharing. And I think so often we we don't give students enough time during the instructional day for them to be the ones that are talking with their classmates. Our students hear us talk so much during the day. And anytime a student has the floor, if you will, it is more engaging not only for that student who's doing the the talking and the presenting, but it's engaging for every other student in the class because they're hearing a different voice other than the teacher's voice. So it's a great way to engage students. The other thing that I love about Book Talks is that it validates a student's reading experiences. Our students, we want them to be reading every single day. We want them to be reading a wide range of books, but they don't always get the opportunity to share their reading experiences with their classmates. And so when we let students give a book talk to their class, it is validating what they've read. We are telling them that your reading experience, your reading preferences are important, and we want to hear about them. It also is a great way to promote a classroom community that is centered around literacy. Again, we are giving students an opportunity to talk about a reading experience. So we are saying that as a classroom, we care about books. We care about the types of books that you're reading. We care about your thoughts and your feelings centered around books. So it just helps you create a classroom community that is centered around literacy. And This might be one of my favorite benefits of giving book talks, but it exposes students to a wide range of titles. When I started using book talks, it was one of those things we did it maybe once a week or once every other week, kind of if I needed a filler. But then I started to think about it. And if you have a student give a book talk every single day, so a different student every single day, there are typically 180 school days in a year. That means that if you give three to five minutes of your day, to book talks, your students will be exposed to 180 different titles (laughs) during the school year, which to me is just amazing. One of the things that I always think about is a quote from James Patterson, and he says that there is no such thing as a kid who hates reading. There are kids who love reading and kids who haven't found the right book yet. And that quote, I think, is something that we always need to keep in the back of our minds because We have students in our class who haven't fallen in love with reading yet simply because they haven't found that genre or that title or that series that catches their attention. And the more books that we can expose our titles to, the more likely we are to help our students find 
those texts and those titles and the genre that is going to help them become a reader. And that is one of the hugest benefits, I think, of incorporating book talks is, like I said, if you give up three to five minutes of your day, which is so short, you are exposing your students to over 180 titles during the year. And I just feel like with 180 new titles, your students are bound to find a book that they can really enjoy. One of the other benefits is just that it celebrates the completion of a book and not that we always want our students to celebrate or focus on finishing a book because sometimes it's okay to abandon a book and it's all about the process and not ending it. But we also want our students to get in the habit of finishing books because that's how they develop the reps, if you will. Every time they finish a book, it's one more book that they have in their reading experience, a title that they finished. It helps them build the confidence and the momentum and the excitement about being a reader. And so here are some benefits of incorporating book talks. Hopefully some of those resonate with you and that makes you really excited to start incorporating book talks in your classroom. Before I share some of my favorite tips for using book talks and just things that you can make them more fun and exciting for your students, I want to spend a little bit of time talking about how you can get started with book talks. Like anything in teaching, there is not a a wrong way necessarily to do a book talk. There are so many ways that you can make it work. And I think it's important if it if you want it to be a routine that you regularly incorporate in your classroom and that it works for you and your students, you have to make it work for you. And so you can do some research, you can listen to my ideas, you can, you know, see how other teachers are doing it. But at the end of the day, you get to decide how you want to schedule and, and structure the book talks in your classroom. Typically, what I suggest and what I encourage teachers to do is, like anything, before you have your students do an independent book talk, we need to spend time teaching them how to do it, which means we are going to model it. And so if you are in the middle of the year and you're wanting to get started with this, you can always start in the middle. If you're at the beginning of the year, you might want to incorporate it into the three weeks that you're launching reading workshop, but just pick a time and start modeling a book talk. So simply tell yourselves or tell your students, we're going to start doing a book talk. It's a book commercial. And then you can show them what that looks like. And things that I think are important to teach your students is, first of all, you need to teach them the planning process. So how are they going to prepare for a book talk? And then you need to teach them the presentation process. How are they going to actually present the process? And those are really two different things. And so I would suggest doing a couple mini lessons on how to prepare for a book talk. Things that we want to make sure our students know to do are reading the entire book, We want them to think about convincing reasons why somebody should read the book. So really, they're going to kind of be working on their marketing skills and how to give a commercial. We want them to be able to share the genre, the author, the illustrator, some of those basic facts. We want them to be able to share their favorite part. We want them to be able to think about the key talking points. So if they're trying to convince their classmates to read this book, what is really exciting about it? What really resonated with them? Maybe they can find a specific quote, something that was funny or emotional or something that they really connected with and share that with the students. So you want to make sure that your students know all of the things that they need to consider. I love giving students, whether it's a planning template or a set of questions, but something for them to actually write down, whether it's on note cards or like I said, a planning sheet, something where they can have a concrete plan for how they are going to share their book talk. So We need to make sure they know what they're going to share. And then you have to spend time teaching them 
how to share. And I think teaching our students presentation skills is really important. This means we want to teach them the difference between when they use a conversational voice and a presenting voice. If they're giving a book talk, they need to be, they need to speak loudly and clearly so all of the students can hear. We need to teach them to stand in the front with, you know, proper posture to where my, my mom was a speech coach and she always talked about how when you're presenting, you want your belly button to be facing the audience. It's interesting because if you think about it, our students are so often used to talking to us. And so if we're sitting in the front of the class and our students are in the front giving a presentation, a lot of times they naturally want to turn their bodies to be facing you, the teacher. And we need to teach them that if they're talking to their students, the audience, they need to be facing them with their, their whole body. And then talking about, you know, eye contact, looking at your audience, talking about how if they're going to be sharing the book, how to hold it in a way to where everybody can see it. And so just think about, again, how you want your book talks to be structured and then spend time teaching your students both how to plan for a book talk and then how to give a book talk. And that's going to make sure that your book talks are going to be the most engaging for the rest of your students to listen to. Because that's the other thing. If your students don't enjoy listening to book talks, then it's not going to be an effective tool in your classroom. So you want to make sure that when a student gets up to give a book talk, that they are prepared to give a really high quality book talk. And a couple of things that I also like to to have my students do is have them bring in some additional elements. So when my students would give a book talk, it would, like I said, be three to five minutes. They would bring the book up with them. And so they could show the actual cover. I would have them, you know, share their favorite parts, give a review, a rating, kind of tell them who should read this book. If you like reading fantasy, you'll love this book. If you really like mystery, this would be a good book for you to check out. And the other thing is I would always like them to to have an additional element. So whether it was, you know, some sort of artwork, if they came up with a new cover, if they had some, you know, connection that they made, uh, maybe they had like a mystery bag with elements that were connected to the book that they could share with their students, or maybe they wrote a postcard to one of the characters that they could share, but just some additional visual element that they could use because that can be really engaging for the rest of the class as well. Maybe they dressed up like a character from the book or you know, whatever your students like to do, they made a poster, whatever it is, it doesn't need to be a lot. But if they can have an additional visual element, it's just going to make the book talk that much more engaging. So getting started with book talks is simple. Plan when you want to start them and then teach your students to do them, teach them how to plan for it, and then teach them how to present the book talk. And you want to make sure that you model a couple times. And the other thing you could do is you could also do some guided practice. So you could have your students prepare book talks either in a group and a group can present a book talk, or you could even plan a book talk as a whole class. And you could use a read aloud that you are using and then go through the planning process. If we were going to give a book talk on this read aloud, what are things that we would want to include? What are things that we'd want to say? And then have your students practice giving a book talk for a shared text with partners or in small groups. So all students get the opportunity to practice presenting when the planning has been done as a group. So getting started with book talks is simple. Set a date, start teaching your students how to plan, how to present, and then just do them. And I think also reminding yourself that the first time you give a book talk or the first time your students give a book talk, it might not be perfect, but every time your students give a book talk, you can give them feedback and suggestions and you can figure out what works for your students, the best time of day to give a book talk. And you're never gonna be able to make it a really effective and engaging part of your reading block if you just don't start. So start. Now, there are a couple of things that you can do to make them more engaging. So I have four tips for you that are just going to make them that much more effective and engaging for your students. The first thing is to make sure that book talks are a part of your regular reading block, meaning 
have it part of your schedule, even have it on your schedule. I always think if there was something that I wanted to do on a regular basis, I would write the time on the board and put what it was. So 11 o'clock book talks, because if I put it on the board, my students are going to remind me. And if I feel like, oh, we don't have time for that because we have to go into math or something else, my students are going to say, but wait, we're supposed to do a book talk right now. So make sure it is a regular part of your schedule and make sure your students know when they're supposed to happen during the day. A couple times that I would do them and had a lot of success is I would, one, make them part of our morning meeting. So every morning I like to gather with my students and we would, you know, read aloud just for fun. Maybe it was a short little story or poetry or something. And then we would just kind of talk about their talk about their weekend or their evening and then talk about our day. And it was just a time to connect as a community. And we would take three to five minutes of that morning meeting and let a student share a book talk. And it was such a really fun way to start our day because students were engaged. They got to jump right in and have an active role in our instructional day before we jumped into some of like the really hard content stuff. So if you make book talks a regular part of your morning routine, that is a guaranteed way to make sure that you are getting them done and incorporating into them into the day. Another way that I found to make them really successful is if I made them a regular part of our read aloud routine. Reading aloud is one of those non-negotiables that I had as a classroom teacher. I made sure that I made time for that every single day. And for kind of a year or so, when with one group of students, I just made sure that before we did our read aloud, we would give a book talk. So basically, I carved out three to five minutes of our read aloud time. And before I read to them, I let a student share their book talk. And again, because we read aloud every day, that meant that my students were also preparing book talks and sharing book talks every day. So tip number one is just schedule it and make sure that you schedule it at a time that you can be consistent with implementing it. Because the more book talks your students give, the higher quality they're going to be. They just need practice to be able to give a book talk if we want it to be really engaging. Now, another tip that I really loved doing, and this can work really well if you are still teaching virtually, but invite special guests to come in and give book talks to your class. I love having my students realize that reading is a part of your life beyond school. And anytime that they can see or hear adults talk about reading experiences that they've had, it just makes students, I think, that much more excited to become lifelong readers. And so invite special guests. You could invite all of your students' parents to come in and give a book talk. You can invite all of your school staff. You can invite your principal. You could invite your secretary, your school nurse, your cafeteria workers, other classroom teachers to come in and give a book talk to your class. And again, remember, a book talk is just three to five minutes. And so it's not like these special guests have a lot of planning work. Just tell them that you want them to come in and share their favorite book from their childhood with your class. And if you are teaching virtually, you can have your special guests either jump in and do a book talk over Zoom, or you could even just have them record a video and share that with your class. Again, I think anytime that students can just see a peek into somebody else's reading life, it makes them excited and it gives them a connecting point. So if you're doing book talks, maybe once a week or once a month, invite a special guest to come in. And it's really fun if that special guest can have some connection to your class or community. I always loved inviting former students to come back in and give book talks. And they got to talk about maybe their favorite book that we read during that year or have past teachers. If you know, you're know you a fourth grade teacher, have the student's third grade or second grade teacher come in and give a book talk. So any connection to your school community is just going to make that special guest that much more meaningful for your students. My third tip, this is maybe one of my favorites. And I don't know where I got this idea or how I started using it, but it ended up working really well for my students. But one thing that can be really powerful, because again, remember the whole purpose of a book talk is 
to make your students excited about reading and make them want to read these books. And so I would have my students create a wait list for the students to read a book after a book talk. So whatever the title was of the book talk, I would then just take a piece of paper and title it wait list and put five spaces. So keep it short. And I told my students, if you are interested in reading this book, sign up on the wait list. What this does is this basically creates a sense of urgency around this book. The students are thinking, oh my goodness, I want to be the first on the wait list. And because there's a wait list, if you are the first person to read it, you have to read that book in a timely manner because there's other students who are waiting for it. You can do this with book talks. You could do this with your read aloud, really any book. But if you want to create some exciting book buzz in your classroom, create a wait list around a book because like I said, that creates this sense of urgency and it just, it gets kids excited. And if they can get their name on the wait list, then you know, they feel sort of exclusive and special and it's all around books, which I just think is so much fun. And like I said, super simple. You can literally just grab a piece of paper, write a certain number of of names on it and call it a wait list and tell students that they can sign up after the book talk or, you know, during free time transition, something like that. And then my fourth tip for ways that you can make book talks just more exciting and engaging is display pictures of the students and their book talk books in your classroom. Again, I think any time that we can show pictures of our students with the books that they've read, that just helps create a sense of ownership. And it's a great way to almost have a catalog of past books that students have shared. So I love putting this next to your classroom library. And once students have given a book talk, just take a picture with them in the title. If they have like a favorite quote, you can, or a review that you want to write, you can put it next to them. And then it's great because if students are in your library looking for new titles, they can just visually see the book talks. And if they are stumped or not sure what to select, they can look at the pictures and maybe they'll get inspired. And you could organize these either chronologically or you could organize them by genre or even by students. You could almost create a bar graph of every book that students have recommended. So there's many ways that you can do this, but I just think anytime that we can incorporate students in our classroom display, it just gives them another sense of ownership. So those are some of my favorite tips that are super easy to implement that are just going to take book talks to the next level in your classroom. I saw this quote somewhere. I don't remember where it came from, but it says, students who find their voice is valued and empowered are more likely to take risks and exercise that voice. Doing so requires educators to find connection points for students to authentically express themselves. One of the things that I just love about Book Talks is it really is giving students a chance to express themselves through literacy. They get to pick the books. They get to pick how they want to display it, how they want to communicate it. And the more opportunities your students have to give book talks, the more creative they're going to be and how they want to express themselves. So it just has a huge impact on your classroom community. Hopefully you're excited to incorporate book talks. If you have any questions about it, you can just reach out to me. I would love to answer any questions. I also have a couple resources in my TPT store and a few freebies that are connected to book talks. So I'm going to go ahead and link to those in the show notes that you'll definitely want to grab. And I hope you'll tune in next week when I talk all about book clubs. So until then, have a great week. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode and are finding value in this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe and leave a five-star positive review. This helps me spread the word to more and more teachers just like you. Don't forget to join me over on Instagram at The Stellar Teacher Company. And you can also find links and resources from this episode in the show notes at stellarteacher.com. 
I'll see you back here next week.